Life can be funny at times, and that's how I feel. This podcast is for the people who love to take a break from life and listen to another person who is trying to figure it out just like you. My name is Oppi, and this is Real Talk with Oppi. Now, let's get real. Hi, welcome to Real Talk with Oppi. I am your girl Oppi, and I am absolutely, absolutely happy to be recording this episode for you. So to, um, this week's episode came in a bit late because I don't even know why. I don't have any excuse. <laughs> but I am, I am so happy that I am talking about this, that I am here. I hope you are doing well. Well, I am doing well, 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 well. And let's get straight into, you know, my favorite part, one of my favorite parts or my favorite part of the podcast, which is talking about what I enjoyed this week or what I have been enjoying this week. Now, there are two things that I have enjoyed this week. Yes, I am just full of enjoyment. And one of them is a book called Before the Coffee Gets Cold. And it's by a Japanese author. This is my very first Japanese book. Sorry, Japan book. This is my very first book that I'm reading that is written by a Japanese author. And so it was really exciting. I really loved the book. And the book is about this coffee shop, this old coffee shop that is in Japan, where it's a very old coffee shop. Many people don't go there, but it, it has its regulars. It has its regulars and there is a table at the corner of this coffee shop and the table transports you to the past and you get to have a conversation with somebody from the past. So it's just basically poses the question that if you could go to the past and talk to anybody from the past, who would that person be? That's what it that's what it's all about. Um, I'm sorry if you hear any buzz. I don't know why. why my phone is buzzing but that's basically what the question that it poses and it's it's a very lovely book I really enjoyed it it has four stories in it about four different people going into the past and each story was simply amazing it was just very cozy very slow not very slow just a very calm book that will just take you and transport you the characters are amazing has wonderful characters and you can tell that this is a character driven book i really loved it i recommend the book yes i do and another one of the one of the stories made me cry actually yeah, I cried there. I was crying, crying, crying. It was so sad. And other stories made me emotional. Except the first story. <laughs> anyway, let's not talk about that. This is not a book channel, a book podcast. Also, another thing I have enjoyed is a cooking competition called The Pressure Cooker. It's available on Netflix. I finished that yesterday and to be honest, I really enjoyed the competition because it's a mixture of Big Brother and Iron Chef and it's just it's just it's just something else. This is different and I like different. I like cooking shows on a normal day, although I've I have reduced consuming them. But this is just different because it's not your regular cooking show where these where they cook for 
a panel of judges and they get sent home based on who didn't cook well this is survival of the fittest this is dog eat dog this is cutthroat if you are not ready to play the game don't even be in this kitchen that's literally how it is they get to vote each other off they get to vote who stays and at the end of the day you might end up staying not because you're a good cook but because you've been able to form so many alliances that can keep you in the house and that's just what the game is about. I didn't expect who won at the end. And I highly, highly recommend if you want to see Cook's fight to win $100,000. So those are the things that I enjoyed this week. And it's it's been a good week, honestly. Right now, I'm watching... Um, Right now I'm watching this makeup competition show called Glow Up and it's okay. I don't know if it's going to be my thing for next week because I'm yeah, I'm neither here or there with, with, with it. I'm just watching it. So we'll see, right? <laughs> so let's get straight, straight into today's topic, which is self-compassion. So when I recorded the first episode for this year, I talked about my word for the year. And my word for the year is self-compassion. And it is very important for me because I noticed that it was something that I was lacking last year. And I just want to come here and talk about what it is, talk about my experience with not having it and how I have incorporated having more compassion on myself so far. Yes. And how you can do that too. So what is self-compassion? So I got this from a book that I downloaded. (laughs) And self-compassion is the ability to mindfully turn our caring and supportive nature towards ourselves and our own struggles um, has been shown to enhance resilience and courage even in the face of life's toughest challenges. So self-compassion is generally caring and supporting ourselves and being nice basically i would say that it's just being nice to yourself that's just what it is it's being nice to yourself being kind to yourself not being hard on yourself that's how i see it so with all that with what i just said you know basically it's just you being nice and being kind to yourself and i see self i'm going to give you an analogy of self-compassion i hope this is a very clear and good analogy but just imagine a friend coming to you and saying oh my gosh i made a mistake i stepped on an old woman's toe today and i feel so bad and i feel so i feel like a fool i feel like a terrible person i it was a mistake but you know it was a mistake but i just i just wish i was looking i just wish i knew where i was going to and i wasn't you know just saying all these things and what you would tell that friend uh, if you're a good friend, <laughs> you would tell the, your friend that, hey, it's a mistake. As long as you apologize, stop being hard on yourself. Stop talking about it. Stop thinking about it. You, It was a mistake. Mistakes happen. People mess up. Blah, blah, blah. That's what you're going to tell your friend. Not blah, blah, blah. But you would you know, be just try and let your friend know that you shouldn't think too much about it. You shouldn't worry too much about it. Now, that's what we will do. But imagine if you were the one that it happened to. Would you also tell yourself that? Would you, if you make a mistake, would you also tell yourself, oh, it was just a mistake. It's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. Or would you beat yourself up and be telling yourself that, no, why did I make this mistake? I am useless. There is nothing good about me. I just can't get anything right. What would you actually do? Because I think so many times it's easy for us, especially as women, 
if you're, if you're a woman listening to this, it's easy for us to show compassion towards people around us and to neglect ourselves. So we'll do things for other people and then we'll, when people are like, oh, oh, what about you? We'll tell them, no, don't worry about me, I'm good. But you're not. So that's basically how I see self-compassion to be or lack of self-compassion to be when you cannot be compassionate to yourself, obviously. But when you cannot show the same compassion that you show to other people to yourself, you know that you would not be hard on your friends, but you are hard on yourself. And that is wrong because you matter. So that's basically what it, it is. So I used to be very hard on myself. I used to always expect a level of perfection for myself. I expected that perfection so much so that I became self-conscious. I remember one day that I was walking with someone and she was looking at me and all of a sudden I started touching my ear, touching my head, trying to see what she was looking at and I was trying to look for where's the mistake, what's going on, did I, is my powder out of line, is my earring out of my ear, what could, what could she be looking at and she actually, and she said, you're very self-conscious, I noticed that. And I just didn't know what to say because I was just worried. And yes, I'm, I know where that's coming from. I know where that self-conscious habit is coming from. But I would definitely not share that. But she's right. And expecting that perfection from myself and thinking I'm perfect is just is, is wrong because no one is perfect. I had to learn that I am human and I am going to have a very human experience. And that is just what it is. And it has been helping me to be more forgiving and accepting of my mistakes rather than beating my head with it. Rather than feeling that, okay, if I happen to go out and my lipstick is out of place, rather than thinking about it the whole day and the next day and being like, oh my gosh, I'm sure people would look at me like someone that doesn't have it together, just realizing that I'm human. And I make mistakes and everybody makes mistakes and people are not thinking about me the way I think they're thinking about me. So that was one thing I had to learn. I Talking to someone I talk to and the person always tells me that you're not perfect. And that makes me calm down because I shouldn't expect perfection for myself. And, and that's just what it has been for me. Just realizing that I shouldn't be hard on myself. I shouldn't... I shouldn't beat myself over over on the head because I just made a mistake or I did something that was out of line or I I just I was just being a human. And I was having this conversation with a friend yesterday and I was telling her that she was talking about people being black and white, people being good or bad. And I said, people are not good or bad. And that's one thing I've realized. I even had that conversation with my mom this morning. And I said, I don't believe people are good or bad anymore. I used to think things were black and white, good or bad, based on even my religious upbringing. But I have realized, no, that's not it. People are not good or bad. People are human. And people are going to do good things. And people are going to do bad things. And when we realize that, and realize that that's who we are, and don't put ourselves in a box so that we can later feel bad and feel have guilt, shame and fear because we did not stay in the box that we have created for ourselves. We can learn to be more forgiving towards ourselves and towards other people. Because what has happened is that most of us have, have, have trained ourselves to have this black and white thinking. And this black and white thinking that we have trained ourselves to have has caused us to put ourselves in a box. So, for example, you've decided that, okay, to be a good person, I need to do this, 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 this. And also, I need to not do this, 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 and this, right? So, that's what you've told yourself a good person is and a bad person is. 
then when you find yourself doing what you think a bad person would do guess what you're going to beat yourself over the head you're going to have guilt shame fear that people are going to find out and all that meanwhile you are also go is also going to show in how you treat other people because you've already decided oh i'm a good person this is what good people do so people that are not doing those same things are now bad people and so you become very judgmental towards them and then you might end up even doing what they are doing so i think when we have that set, set that perception of good and bad and obviously there are certain things that are definitely bad but i'm talking about in terms of other things that are that are, that are not as black and white as we would like them to think i believe when we let go of that and realize that we are humans having a human experience is going to help us to live better lives and be more accepting of other people and when we are more accepting of ourselves we can be more accepting of other people that's just that's my life philosophy <laughs> so far and another thing about lack of self-compassion is that lack of self-compassion does not only show up when we are being mean to ourselves and saying hurtful things to ourselves, which it shows up in that area. But another way that lack of self-compassion shows is when we don't have compassion for who we were and the things that we did. So for example, I don't know if you have ever been in this position, but maybe you're telling somebody, a friend, a story of something you did back then so of course we all grow we all evolve and we all become better people but maybe there was something that you did in the past and then you're talking to a friend and you're telling a friend the story and then you use words like oh, i was so stupid i was a fool like blah 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 and it's not even only that but when you when you think about yourself at that time you look at yourself with so much disdain and so much irritation and disgust and you're like oh, i can't believe i did that and Ugh, you know i was so this i was that girl you know i've seen people do that even on tiktok you say this girl she was so she was so this she was so that i'm just talking down on themselves and i and i think that shows a lack of self-compassion i was watching a video on tiktok and i sent that video to a friend who said she didn't understand the video but i understood it the friend the person was talking about pick me women so pick me women are basically women that do things for male validation and she was talking about how so many people have disdain for pick me women how people insult them just talk to them anyhow especially other women we talk to them anyhow and we just look at them like you guys are so disgusting and so terrible and things like that and she said that we don't have compassion or empathy towards these women we don't make we don't realize that these women are victims just like other people the rest of us are to the system that we are in and she said most times the reason is because most of many of us were once pick me women and when we were pick me women and when we look at ourselves back then is that disgust that we used to look at ourselves so because we are disgusted with that version of ourselves we look at other people with disgust because we didn't have compassion for that version of ourselves and it makes sense to me because it's true you see certain people that used to do certain things come out and bash people that are doing those things now they don't have empathy they don't recognize that you were once in that position and you thought that was good so i'm going to give you a very weird example let's say you used to slap people (laughs) you used to slap people and slapping people random strangers is very bad and you used to do that and because it made you feel good about yourself and so you stop doing that 
And then you look at people and you look at people that are slapping people and you're just so upset and angry and you insult them. Of course, it's, it's good. It's normal to be angry at people slapping strangers. But you also don't realize that these, these people might be going through the same thing you're going through. These people might have had the insecurity or the anger or the trauma that you had. And you don't look at it through that lens of these people are going through a lot. That's why they're doing this thing. And... You know, and that's because you don't look at yourself through that lens. You don't look at the past version of you through that lens. And an example I want to give concerning this is when I was in secondary school. So I had a friend that used to treat me terribly poorly. And I used to accept it. People didn't like me because I used to accept it. Cool, fine. And then when I would tell the story, I would say I was very stupid. But what I failed to look at was the fact that at that time in my life, I was going through a lot of depression, mostly depression. And I was making do with the small doses of love that this friend was giving me. It took me time to learn boundaries and to learn how to identify who is a good friend or not. But I'm in a better place now in terms of friendship and in terms of just standing up for myself and setting boundaries and letting go of people that don't deserve to be there. And I'm grateful that I'm in this place. But I was in a bad place which allowed me to accept certain things. So why would I look at that version of myself and not have compassion towards that version of myself? Why would I not have compassion for every single version of myself that has done things that were out of character? Because at that time, I thought that was the best thing for me. I, I thought that was the best coping mechanism. So why do I now look at that person and I'm like, hmm, she was stupid. Why would I use that word on myself? So that's basically, that's just what I'm saying when it comes to self-compassion. It's just realizing that I would say it and I'll say it again. It's just realizing that we are humans having a human experience. And when you realize that and you don't expect perfection from yourself and you don't expect perfection from others, it helps you to have compassion on yourself and also have compassion for other people. So self-compassion shows up in different ways. But the most important thing is to be nice to yourself. We go out of our way to be nice to other people and to show them love and to make them feel comfortable. But when it comes to ourselves, we deny ourselves that. Somebody can be telling us the same story that... Somebody could be telling us something and then we tell them that, oh no, you, you know, you're, you're young, that's why you went through that. But then when it comes to ourselves, you're like, no, I should have known better. We just become so unnecessarily hard on ourselves. And we need to be nice to ourselves. We need to realize that it's part of life and everything that happens in your life is meant to, it's, it's, it's leads to, it has happened and, and you learn and you grow and every mistake you've made, it's a mistake. Other people make worse mistakes and, and that's just what it is. So that's what this episode is all about. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you become nicer to yourself and you become compassionate and you hug yourself and you, and you tell yourself that and you, and you look at yourself as the important human being that you are because you are important. And so for me right now, I'm in a space where I recognize that every part of me plus the, plus the version of me in the past that used to do things that I thought were wrong or used to do things that were inconsiderate and, and insensitive is worthy and deserving of compassion as well and now just realizing that 
I need to be nicer to myself and show myself the love and care and kindness that I would show other people. It shouldn't be a thing of showing other people kindness and then using the leftover for ourselves. It should be more of an inward out thing. And that's what I'm learning. And I hope you take something out of this. And if you did, let me know. I have an Instagram page. <laughs> if you're listening to this on Spotify, please give me a star rating. If you're listening to this on any other platform that you can give ratings, please give me a rating. Share this with your friends or anybody that you know would enjoy this. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram at Opiright, and I also have an Instagram page for this podcast. I'm trying to be active there, but I have a love-hate relationship with social media. I think that is also a topic for this podcast, but I don't think it's this month or next month. But I'm definitely going to be talking about the hate that I have for social media because I have a really love-hate relationship with social media, but please do follow me on social media platforms i even though i have a love-hate relationship with it i come around once in a while and once in a while it just gets me so thank you so much for listening and i hope you have a lovely lovely day bye